Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Game of Love podcast. I am Jessica Smith. One of my most popular and loved episodes is called Don't Sabotage Your Love Life, a beautiful balance between the masculine and feminine energies. Now, if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to press pause now and go back and listen to that episode. And if you don't feel like doing that or you've already listened to that episode, and if you have, thank you. I appreciate it. I want to give you a little synopsis on what that episode was so you know what I'm talking about today and we can go deeper into this masculine and feminine journey. So masculine and feminine energies are simply that. They are energies. Now, it doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, if you are heterosexual or homosexual, bisexual, transsexual. It doesn't matter what your sexual preferences are, okay? A man can be either in his masculine or in his feminine energies, and the same for a woman. So as I talk about the masculine and feminine, I would encourage you to look at them as energies and not necessarily as genders, okay? So the masculine energy is usually more direct. Um, They can make decisions easier, a little more action-oriented, focused, disciplined, mm, uh, more rational than emotional. The feminine energy is just the opposite. It can be a little chaotic. It can be mysterious, fluid, colorful, emotional over rational. Um, Gosh, you guys, I could go on forever and ever. I have talked about this topic endlessly. And the masculine and the feminine energies are really beautiful, useful, and quite fascinating when you dive into them. One thing that is really helpful with the masculine energy, the feminine energy coming together is, and I say this in the last episode, uh, the Don't Sabotage Your Love Life, is if you think about yourself in, if you think about yourself as a yin and yang symbol, you know, the black and white symbol, there is equal parts light and dark. And then within the light and dark, there are dots of the opposite color. Now, I think a beautiful place for each of us to be is in that balanced state, just like that yin and yang. There is a masculine energy and there's a feminine energy. And a hope that I have for each one of us is we can identify how we are in those energies and how we can work with those energies. So um, I could give a lot of different examples of, of how we can find ourselves in these energies, how we behave in these energies. Um, again, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because I talk about that more. And I want to go a little bit, no, a lot past that today and uh, talk about it uh, just in a deeper sense and how it affects our love life. So I am currently rereading a book that I read long ago that I love. 
and it is called The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. And David is a, he is amazing. I love his work. I have been reading his books for, gosh, a decade or more. Uh, The first book of his that I read that captured my attention was Enlightened Sex. And, oh, gosh, David, if you're listening, thank you so much. (laughs) If you're not listening, thank you so much. Um, That book changed my sex life. And thankfully, it was uh, as I was, a, I, I read it when I was a young adult. And so it, uh, it greatly helped me. And um, just real quick with that book, I will say that um, read the book, and then listen to the audiobook. It is very, very different. And he talks a lot about the energies, the masculine, the feminine, and how we uh, how we work together, and sometimes how we don't work together, and it, uh, I I just love it. I recommend it. So go listen to it and uh, enjoy it. Uh, back to the way of the superior man. It's as I was reading it, it really brought me back to a place that really loves and appreciates both of those energies because they have so much value. And something that I encourage you to remember about the masculine, the feminine is they are equal, but they are different. So just like the equal parts in the yin and yang sign, that's how we can look at them in our personal lives. So I'll give you a visual. If you're one that likes visuals, you'll enjoy this. And if not, you can just let it go. Uh, Look at yourself like a yin and yang symbol. Okay. And that's how I like to operate on a day-to-day basis. I can flow in and out my feminine energies. I might be very in my masculine when I'm working because I need to be a leader. I have staff. I I have deadlines. I want to get things done. I have goals. So I'm, I'm, I'm in my masculine when I'm working. Yet I might be working and I might be working on like my something for my Instagram or an article and I then can shift into my feminine where it is more creative and expansive and free thinking and there's there's space to move in it. So even in my work, I can oscillate between masculine and feminine energies. Uh, another visual I can throw into this is masculine. Actually, I'm going to pause on that. I'm going to come back to that in just a second. So on a daily basis, you can look at yourself like a whole and complete yin and yang symbol. Okay. Now with relationships, if we can look at ourselves like one of the energies, either the masculine energy or the feminine, how right now, think about how you show up in your relationships. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, if you like men or women, it, it doesn't matter. How do you show up? Do you, okay, so here's a question that David presented to me after reading The Way of the Superior Man again. Ask yourself this. Do you want to ravish or do you want to be ravished? Ooh. <laughs> Yes, please. (laughs) 
Um, asking that question is really important because it it helps you better understand which energy you are predominantly in when it comes to your relationships. So the masculine usually wants to do the ravishing and the feminine usually wants to be ravished. Okay. So you need that polarity. And that is a term that David uses all the time is that polarity and how I talk about it on my other podcast and with my clients. And again, I talk about this topic a lot in my life that if you look at it like magnets, you need to have a positive energy and a negative energy to bring two magnets together. Okay. If there is a plus and a plus, a positive and a positive, the energies don't come together. They repel. If there's a negative and a negative, it repels. You must have that energy polarity in your relationships for them to work. So if there is somebody in your relationship that is mostly in their masculine, Again, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. They just have that energy. And you are showing up in that same energy. There is going to be conflict. And it's not going to be that like, I need somebody to challenge me conflict. It's going to be difficult and unhealthy. And there is not going to be as much chemistry. That spark that like, that, that, I want to ravish or be ravish, that ravishness, I think I just made up a word, <laughs> that that intensity isn't there. And that is something that I love that, that David talks about a lot is, is, the, is the polarity. We need it in our romantic relationships. In the way of the superior man, David says that the masculine is in search of freedom. And the feminine is in search of love. That really rang true for me. And I once had a mentor that trained with a Native American shaman. And she told me that men fear losing themselves to the feminine. Oh, Men fear losing themselves to the feminine because the feminine, it is seductive. It is sexy. It is sensual. It is mysterious. It is chaotic. It is uncertain. It is the darkness of the, the yin and the yang. There's so much to it. It can be this tantalizing abyss that can swallow up a man. <laughs> and I have found my years of being a dating coach that when men are in their masculine, that they are on that search for freedom. And sometimes with that freedom comes their lack of commitment. And also it can be the fear of settling down and 
being with someone. So <laughs> like a little, a little insider, um, uh, in a little insider talk, I have noticed that men right before they settle down. So there's a woman that they like, they've spent time with, they've decided that she's the one that a lot of men will freak out before they finally commit. Uh, I've seen it in my own personal life. I've seen it in countless others that things between a man and a woman will often be going very well in their relationship and getting better and better and like everything's great. And they're getting very close to an engagement or moving in together or just being exclusive. And so often I've seen guys really kind of flip out and they have retreated. They have, we need to take some time. I need some space. Um, this is when a lot of guys can, um, cheat and, uh, like just start kind of acting out. And it is because they fear their freedom. So for any ladies that are listening to this and your relationship is going very well and you know, you're going to marry this person. Okay. You're just like, yeah, it's going to happen. More often than not, I would say eight times out of 10. Okay. Two of those times, it just, if you got a guy that's acting weird, it might not work out. And he just might have discovered he doesn't want to settle down. He doesn't want to be with you for whatever reason, but eight out of 10 times, if things are going very well, and then if you're in, in your heart of hearts, you know that this is the person you're going to be with and the feeling is absolutely mutual, but the guy is acting a little weird and he's starting to pull away from you. Make sure that you pause yourself and your emotions. And this is what I want you to do. Take a little break, press pause and be real with yourself. Okay. Do a little check-in to make sure, yes, he is feeling, um, the same way about you. He wants to be with you, but he's, like I said, he's acting a little weird. He's, he's not really being himself and he might be pulling away from you. If that is the case, again, pause and just hold tight. And this is a tumultuous time. And this is where a lot of my clients call me freaking out and frantic. And I give them my little pep talk and I'm like, okay, we need to hold tight in this space. And there is a lot of self-soothing that needs to happen. So you need to do things for you that feel good for you and give him some space. Right? Just if, if he needs to go journey and if he needs some time to think, to process, let him go. Okay. The worst thing that you can do in that situation is hold on tighter to him. Even though that's that's your instinct. That's what you want to do. You're like, no, we love each other. We're gonna be together. Don't go. Don't don't do that. Because he is he is trying to make peace with his search for freedom. Because the it, what a superior man does is he can 
be in a committed relationship, a healthy relationship, but he doesn't lose himself. And a man that is not as self-aware or enlightened will feel like you're his ball and chain or, you know, that married life means no sex and it's no fun and this sucks and everything. Like that's archaic. That is old. That is that is unhealthy relationship stuff, okay? That is unhealthy feminine and masculine thinking, okay? Now, when you have an enlightened man, a man that is aware of himself, of his masculine energy, he knows his freedom. He knows that when he is in a relationship with you, ah, oh, the world is his oyster, Everything that he's searching for, he can find when he is in that relationship. That relationship, you do not hold him back. You lift him up and give him wings. And that is a big difference between a man who is in his divine masculine or has not yet stepped into it. Now, Several years ago, I was having a drink at the bar with my girlfriends, and a woman was listening to me talk. And she got up, came over to me, introduced herself, and she said that she's currently writing a book on men and women, and she wanted to have a chat. She wanted my input. And she told me something that has stuck with me that I absolutely love. So um, I do not remember her name nor her book, but wherever you are, thank you so much for this because uh, I've held on to this and I love this and I find this very true. She said to me, every woman wants to be loved, cherished, claimed, and protected. Ooh, okay. Real talk. When she told me that at the time, I was like, claimed really like I'm a piece of property he's just gonna stick his flag into and say this is my land (laughs) grab me by the hair and drag me Uh, so I was at the time I was a little resistant but like many things I meditated on and I, I thought about it and I really believe that is true So breaking that down a little bit, I don't need to talk about love so much. I think we all know what it's like to be loved and we all like to be loved in our own way. But cherished, it's very similar to love, but there is something very sweet, endearing, and tender about cherishing. So cherishing, we we tend to have more reverence and There's a lot of acts of service involved when we cherish someone. There is, it's a different energy than love. It is um, loving and uh, almost innocent to it. So think about, I, I encourage you to think about what cherished means to you if you're a man or a woman listening how how do you like to be cherished and how do you cherish are two great things to think about now uh claimed <laughs> um being claimed or to claim is i think a little scary to women that 
are in their masculine energy because there is a, I got this, I don't need a man, I'm holding myself down, I can do this, that, and the other thing. Um, a woman that is in her feminine, ooh, being claimed, that is sexy, ooh, I, I think every woman really desires that. And according to David, the feminine is in search of love. And that is definitely an act of love to have someone say, you are my girlfriend, you're wifey, you're bae. You know, it's like, ooh, there's something so ah, romantic about it. And to be protected, you know, that is very primal. It's very primal that, you know, men usually are bigger than women and so they can protect. And I think that goes way back and that satisfies the need of our reptilian brain, which I'm not mad at. I mean, I've talked about this on other episodes of the podcast that, look, I'm a big girl. Like, I'm not talking size wise. I'm talking like having my shit together, my attitude, like I take care of stuff. I can do just about anything I want. And my friends, my clients, there's plenty of badass women out there. We can do everything. I mean, we're capable of, we can make money, we can change a tire, we can kill spiders, we can, you know, defend ourselves if somebody's attacking us. Like we can do all of these things. But wouldn't it be nice to have it done for us? Right? So to be protected is the masculine's way of providing for us. For the ladies who are in their more masculine energy, and you want to be loved, cherished, claimed, and protected, it is very, very important for you to slip into your feminine energy and let yourself receive. The feminine is about receiving, receiving love, receiving sex, receiving compliments, receiving all the goodness there is to receive in this world. The feminine gets to enjoy life. (laughs) So let yourself receive. And like I said, for, for you independent badass women out there that are listening, I get it. You can do anything and everything, but you don't have to do it all. I mean, I, I could go on and on telling you stories and I've told a couple of these on other episodes, a big changing point for me going from a woman in my masculine and a woman in my feminine was when I was with one of my clients who's an NFL player and he's this gigantic uh, lineman and he, he's a little, he's a little scary. And, um, I walked in and was very in my divine feminine energy 
and we spent time together in several sessions, but there was this one session in particular that he was like at my beck and call. I would take like three sips of my water and he would jump up and go, go get me some more. And I dropped my pen and he grabbed it for me and, and he gave me a big hug and it was so cute because he hugged me and he, he would always hug me and kiss me on the cheek. And he was always very appropriate with me. And then he was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't, he hugged me. He's like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to squeeze you too hard. And I'm like, I'm okay. And I turned around and I started to work to walk out of his house. And he's like, Oh my gosh, be careful. Just, just watch your step. And he, like, you could tell he just wanted to go over and pick me up and walk me or carry me to my car. I had heels on and he had little cobblestone, um, sidewalk situation. (laughs) So, uh, could I have gotten up and gotten my own water? Could I have leaned over and picked up my own pen? Could I have given him a nice firm handshake? Could I have walked myself out to my car? Yes. But I let him be in his masculine and take care of me. The masculine energy also wants to provide. They want something to do. That's why so often when men and women sit down and women are complaining about their work day, the man is like, okay, well, I think you need to talk to Karen and tell Karen that she needs to do X, Y, and Z, or we're going to go over there and we're going to take care of this and that. Like the men are fixers. They're doers. They want to contribute. And it, it fills them. It makes them feel good. And that is a very, very beautiful thing. So I encourage you to take a good look at yourself and see how you're showing up in different areas of your life. Are you showing up in your masculine? Are you showing up in your feminine? And then how are you showing up in your love life, in your dating life? Are you more in your masculine? Are you more in your feminine? And also pay attention to other people too and see when people are in their masculine and feminine and just be like a little scientist and just experiment and see, you know, see how other people are and see how you are in relationship to other people. Now, I love this topic. I could go on and on about this and uh, we'll talk about it in future episodes, I'm sure. Um, As of now, I give you some things to think about and I encourage you to uh, reach out to me, follow me on Instagram and you can DM me and give me your thoughts and your ideas and, you know, maybe some of your insights too. So, um, again, follow me jessicasmith.love on Instagram and make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and also show me some love and you can rate and review this podcast. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay safe. And until next time, get out there and love each other.